0: Welcome to Tech-Driven Business brought to you by Innovative Solution Partners. Nick Verhoeven, Solution Manager for Planning and Analytics at SAP, rejoins me to dive into how SAP Analytics Cloud's seamless integration between planning, reporting, and predictive capabilities is modernizing FP&A strategies. SAP Analytics Cloud continues to reshape business analytics and strategy.
1: Welcome back, Nick to tech driven business
2: Thank you. Very much, sincere, I'm happy to be here
1: well thank you uh it's been a it's a amazing session we had last time really enjoyed the discussion and uh for our conversation today um you know I like to kind of give a little background on what we talked about last time, right you know, and we were looking at uh, at on the surface of what planning is and what planning. Brings to SAC, especially uh, in an in, in analytics space, you are bringing both the planning capabilities and uh, analytics together in in the SAC platform. So what w- I would like to do today is I would like to start our conversation with taking it a step further. Um, you know, a lot, a lot of times customers look at things where they are looking at what benefit does it bring to me? You know, what do I get out of this tool? So uh, if I want to go and Bring on the planning capabilities of SAC, you know, and, and how does it compare to other planning tools in the market? How does this sound to you?
0: Well,
2: I think that's great. I always look forward to a bit of a deep dive in SAP Lynch Cloud, so uh, let's do it.
1: Awesome, great. So let's start with the, the, the most obvious thing, right? Uh, whenever you look at, at any uh, planning tool, you know, you look at features. So, what are some of the key features? of SAC that elevates it you know compared to other planning tools in the market what's your take on that
2: well that's a good one Muslim uh, here. but if i look at it so this is my perspective uh what i think is unique to svilin's cloud is the flexibility in an enterprise setup. so what do i mean what i mean by that is that with its integration to sap systems and non-sap systems using commonly accepted APIs for metadata as well as transactional data to create and maintain data models for planning, that they can be easily extended with flexible dimensions and measures and accounts for a user interface. And there you see this enterprise as well as business functionality coming together in that sweet spot. But then if you go beyond data, uh, going beyond the model itself, you have user interactions, through data inputs, analysis, workflow, and here similarly, we offer flexibility through drag and drop and wizards uh, to build entire flows for the business user. But here we can also expand into scripting uh, on those same objects and using a single artifact, lowering overall total cost of ownership, but allowing for limitless flexibility. Now having all these capabilities puts SAP NX Cloud in, in a true sweet spot in offering enterprise as well as flexibility Allowing for the FP&A persona and IT persona to work side by side uh, on these different capabilities, and I think that's really unique to us.
1: Yeah, I think definitely I, I I I I echo that same sentiments. You know, one thing that really stick out for me in this conversation is uh, you mentioned flexibility a few times. So, from your perspective, what you've seen in this tool, you know what I'm hearing is from a business user's perspective, um, the flexibility is at a different level. Is that true? Like, what, what, what is your take? What are you hearing from the customers when, when, when you talk about flexibility and that business ownership on this tool?
2: Well, it, it, it's a sliding scale, right? So in, in essence, a lot of business users are not used to working with enterprise tooling. They're used to working with Excel. And flexibility is 100% there. And then if they move to enterprise tooling, they need to be guided to a certain extent. I have a nice example from a toothpaste company from the US, uh, and what they've done is they've started with extremely guided applications, really having the user guided step by step using heavily scripted applications, which are more expensive, right, in, in the maintenance of said applications. But as the users gotten into it and started to accept the application with less flexibility than Excel, uh, they've actually opened up bit by bit the functionalities that SCC brings so that in a self-service perspective, that they can do their own thing. And with that, they started using those flexible functionalities for themselves as still using scripting every now and then when they want to extend, but having the ability to create their own stuff, create their own models. And then they really started to appreciate the benefits of having a centralized database that consolidates all of the planning inputs side by side mm-hmm. uh, with a tool that is flexible enough for them to work on, albeit never as flexible as Excel.
1: Yeah, sure. And I think and, and that's the key differentiator, right? And and thank you for, for delving into the details of this. So what I'm hearing is, you know, at least, you know, you have two different paths. You know, one, if you start off with a flexible application where a business user takes ownership versus an example where you started off with a, a guided approach and then let the business ease into the tool. So seems like multiple options available from how business can benefit from this tool. Great. Thank you. So uh, now, and this question always comes up, and I've been working with with planning and and, and analytics in the SAP space for quite some time. Uh, What would be your recommendation for existing BPC customers? You know, what is a realistic path forward for them?
2: To your point, we, we get this question a lot because, of course, we have a huge user base uh, using our BPC solution. Now, the first thing that I always want to say is we have tied our BPC support to that of bw for hana which is a long-lasting one. So there is no case of forced migrations of any kind because this theoretically goes all the way up to 2014. However, it is the case that if you want to innovate, BPC is a platform that is being maintained and not expanded. So this is where SAP Inlets Cloud comes in as our flagship cloud platform, neatly integrating with BPC, so you can move on a case-by-case basis and build experience in a new platform. Uh, but no need, uh, we're not forcing you in that sense. But realistically, customers have made major investments, and moving without any aim of innovation does not make sense. So my advice to BPC customers is to figure out where do you want to be from an fp perspective? What do you need considering the standstill of BPC from a functionality perspective and strong innovation in SAC and create an approach that aligns with your budget and resource constraints but still allows you to innovate the department because fp cannot stand still.
1: Yeah, I think uh, that, that's a key point you mentioned, right? And fp and is this whole paradigm is shifting in, in this space. and And if you're looking at a tool that is, not moving with those changes and how the business is changing you know over across the board so what is the best way to move forward you know is it a combination what i'm hearing is it can be a combination of you still having ppc in your landscape but you're introducing SAC uh, slowly so where you can taking the benefits of all the the new innovations that are coming in in ssc correct yes it's, it's like
2: that that is the more t- to be fair, there is uh, multiple examples that we have from companies. Some immediately go for a big process redesign because they want to consolidate their tooling, meaning they will only have a single platform and they move it immediately. But that requires a lot of resources and budget. And if you do not have that available, but you do want to innovate, it makes more sense to do this case by case basis. Uh, because it's 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 a lot of change and you need to be ready to do the change management if it all happens at once. So it's it's not black or white, but I would say case by case is more logical if you have a big PPC investment.
1: Makes sense. Makes sense. So that takes me to uh, uh, a different topic in this same realm of conversations that we're having. You know, let's think from a business user's perspective. How can a business user be more effective using having SEC planning at their disposal versus other traditional planning applications? Can you provide some examples? Uh, from your experience?
2: Definitely, because uh, where I see traditional solutions having their place and and mainly being very important to add up the numbers, uh, they were also quite inflexible, up to the point that they were mere models of consolidation where data was simply added up. And with SAC planning, or SAP's cloud planning, as our marketing department tells me to call it, Uh, one can do instance simulations using the versioning concept as well as running flexible driver-based and predictive-based calculations. So that's a lot of buzzwords. What does it mean? Let's take the example of our reference customer Roche. Uh, They are a big pharmaceutical company in France. And in their R&D expense plan, which is, of course, key as a pharmaceutical company, they had to produce about 20,000 data points each and every time that they run this iteration. And they, using our predictive functionality, have automated 16,000 out of them. So this is where they've used the embedded predictive capabilities in Espinitz Cloud for Planning to automate, to a certain extent, their planning process. Not all of it, because not all is automatable, right? But they've used the points that are predictable, used predictive for that. And with that, they got to focus on those 4,000 points that are currently not that predictable and they've increased their accuracy. So this is really innovating the department, doing more with less and focus on uh, and where it matters for the people.
1: I think that that is uh, something that it is. a lot of times it's not very obvious, especially, you know, you mentioned predictive capabilities and especially a lot of customers, but uh, when you think about the traditional planning applications and tools available, uh, a lot of times, they don't even have those those capabilities available, so having this at 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 your uh f- from a business user's perspective you know having this available at the disposal it just gives them a lot more flexibility as well as uh control on what you are what they are trying to get out of the tool so it just definitely i think uh puts them in a in a different level compared to you know how the traditional planning applications work in the past now. You used the example of Roche. Uh, how how often do you see like predictive being part of the, the planning uh, solutions in terms of folks or customers using SEC? Is this pretty prevalent or is it just trying to catch on now? What, what is your take on that?
2: I wouldn't dare say that it's only starting to catch on because from the very beginning uh, there were customers experimenting with this. Uh, but I think mm. since we've released, and this was 2021, 2022, uh, the ability to directly write back into planning versions from predictions, this has really taken off. And I actually myself have done an internal project with our central forecast team, where for our central forecast, so this is at a higher group level, uh, we do the entire PL using SmartPredict. Uh, and I've trained a number of the controllers to apply a uh, smart predictor, the predictive functionality in SPS Cloud on their planning models. And not all accounts were automatable, but the ones that were uh, are now being utilized. And we see those controllers applying it themselves because the focus of our predictive is that it's uh, very much business user based. However, uh, we are heavily investing in this. So you uh, say, what is the difference of a modern tool? And I think that we are going to, and this is in our statement of direction, uh, we are going to infuse artificial intelligence into each and every workflow of SQLite's Cloud for Planning. Uh, So this will go from version management to data management, to scripting. All of that will get uh, artificial intelligence and this will even more widen uh, the user base that's able to work with SQLite's Cloud for Planning. Um, First release uh, is being mentioned on Tekken, which is currently ongoing. And there, uh, Just Ask has been presented as the natural language query uh, that we, ability that we will get in SAP and its Cloud, also on planning models.
1: Yeah, and I think that is really good news. I mean, a, a lot of customers that have been thinking about that and now, as you already kind of took the initiative of, of sharing that information with us, this is awesome. Because I what, I what I see, especially in this area, when you allow the business users to be more, um, in control, and this kind of capabilities with AI being uh, becoming more forefront in a lot of these scenarios, and you have that tool that is already having those capabilities, where it's allowing the business to take more control of their uh, planning process. I think that's the, the 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 wave of the future, basically. So, um, talking from that angle, you know, let's 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 talk let's take a step back. You know, we we analytical applications, they've been around for some time. Uh, Can you use uh, or share with us a use case where analytical application is required for a planning project?
2: Yeah, sure I can. So an analytical application is now uh, embedded within the story, right? So it's a single artifact, but looking at the scripting functionalities of the unified story, so the former analytical application. Uh, We we can devise a use case, and this, of course, comes from practice, but I'm not allowed to call the customer name. But let us just imagine I am a regional manager at a supermarket and I'm on the road. This uh, regional manager then needs to analyze financial performance as well as subjective scores on cleanliness uh, of the stalls and such. On entry, so I enter this local supermarket, uh, I desire to input set scores on my iPad and uh, I would like to also compare these to the financial performance. After these uh, inputs have been done, I want to sit down with the local manager and I want to figure out uh, how can we tweak the local forecast numbers based on the latest actuals and market expectations. Uh, And in this situation, where I need this flexibility on my mobile device, it is clear that I want a mobile experience and an easy way to input the numbers say an entry form with sliders, and having this is not standard. Of course, we have the ability to add sliders, but how do we make sure that it writes back in the correct position of our planning model? And this can be easily achieved using descriptive functionality. Uh, this is an alternate way to leverage standard functionality, but then for scripts, so in this way, we will feed the sliders into the model. We will make sure that we have a guided experience for a supermarket manager that is not necessarily someone that can build applications themselves. And we actually see many specific requirements being fulfilled in this way to really guide users through the process. Think about pop-ups entering the screen, sliding screens as you go through them. Uh, Extra relevant for infrequent use where a user can make do with minimal SSC training. To what is needed using the scripts you can really simplify their whole experience and i think that is key functionality where the scripting can help to either hide what could be uh, viewed as a complex experience or to extend functionality uh, that is just needed in that specific case like the regional supermarket manager here
1: yeah i think that's a great example uh, especially i like the fact that you're taking that extra step to make it easier for an end user who is maybe, he or she may not be as comfortable with the application, how can you make it their job function easier to to handle depending on the requirement, right? And I I see analytical applications becoming a key factor in those kind of scenarios where you have the ability uh, as a user to do things on the fly, but as long as you have the the minimal training uh, given to you. That makes a lot of sense. So I, I think we, we talked about a lot of different things today. Um, uh, we are coming to our, at the end of our session, You know, based on what we have covered so far, what is that one key takeaway that you would like to share with our listeners today?
2: Well, I'd say there is a really a new world of possibilities in the world of planning today. And we've discussed a few with scripting and flexibility, but there is much more to explore now with AI also being infused into the platform, like we've mentioned. With that, it only becomes useful if we get tied to a specific strategy. Where does fp see themselves in the next one to five euros in the world of AI, autonomous finance and big data? And then we would want to see that you use that strategic vision and turn it into reality using rapidly evolving platform with the latest technology in the cloud, because that's the only place where this innovation can be offered. Uh, I would, of course, say, look at SAP Nets Cloud, but my colleagues will tell you that you also have to look at SAP Sphere to have the surrounding data fabric. So really look at all the innovations ongoing, but always look at them into the respect of where is your FP&A strategy heading. You have a vision, you have something that you want to deliver on, and how can technology help you with that? And then as soon as you map that out, I'm quite sure uh, the experts are more than willing to guide you in that.
1: Yeah, I think that's that's a great takeaway. Uh, especially you mentioned data sphere, right? I mean, you you think about technology, you think about cloud. All of it needs to be uh, put together in a in, in a a nice data mesh. You know, in terms of how you bring it all uh, all in one platform, and of course, cloud is the way to go. So, uh, great insight on that one. Um, I do appreciate your time. Thank you very much for sharing your insights. Um, it's been a pleasure having you on our show. Uh, and uh, we'll definitely like to, to share this information with our listeners and you know uh, make sure that they, they get the benefit of what you have to share today with, with us. So again, thank
0: you.
2: Most welcome, here. Looking forward to see the recording.
0: Thanks for listening to Tech Driven Business brought to you by Innovative Solution Partners. Nick Verhoeven highlighted the dynamic evolution of SAP Analytics Cloud, emphasizing its integrative power within business planning and forecasting. His key takeaway? With continuous technology developments, make sure you have a vision and then see how technology can help you achieve it. We would love to hear from you. Continue the conversation by connecting with me on LinkedIn or Twitter. Learn more about innovative solution partners and schedule a free consultation by visiting Isolutionpartners.com. Never miss a podcast by subscribing to our YouTube channel. Information is in the show notes.